host of the Life After Life podcast. I want to invite you to become a patron of the podcast. For just five euro per month, you will get ad-free content, video episodes, exclusive events and discounts throughout the year as a thank you for your support. Check out the link to my Patreon page in the description box attached or go to Patreon and search for Life After Life with Sandy Bird. Hey, 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 guys, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And today I have joining me all the way from Brazil. Okay, I hope the weather is warmer there than it is here. We're in the middle of a big storm here in Ireland. So I have Seth Dietlin uh, joining me from Brazil, and I want to talk to him a lot about his holistic connection. But Seth, first of all, welcome to the podcast. We are so delighted that you give some of your time to us today. Oh, thank you. And we have to mention that I'm actually Irish, too. So uh, we've, got to, we've got to connect the whole thing around the world. But thank you for having me. And it's good to journey, at least virtually, to Ireland. I love uh, being there, too. And uh, you have spent some time here before. And your grandmother was from County Antrim. Is that right? That is correct, yes. And she was gifted as well. So that's kind of where I credit getting the gifts and talents that I have right now. It comes through, down through the family. And you also spent some time here in Ireland. And one thing I think that will interest people as well is that you worked in Hollywood as an actor and you were part of how many shows did you tell me? 40 odd? Yes. So I am from Southern California and um, at the moment I'm a bit of a digital nomad. But part of where I got guided after I started speaking with the angels is into the entertainment industry and not necessarily to be in the entertainment industry but to understand filmmaking because I'm working on some films in the consciousness space so I got to get to learn the craft of filmmaking as I was there yes wow that's amazing but that's not why we're here, okay? So first of all, I want to ask you, because I know you work, you are a human potential activa activator, and um, you work a lot with the angels and hypnotherapy and lots of different stuff, but would you mind talking to us about your background a little bit? How did you get into this whole area? Yes, well, first of all, I will say to anyone in the audience who thinks it can't happen to you, it can and it will. And especially if you're listening to the show and we're on this journey and we've definitely realized that consciousness is the most important aspect of life as far as what we need to dive into. But at the time that this happened to me, that couldn't have been further from my mind. I was a real estate agent in Southern California. I was doing quite well and I was really in pursuit of success as it comes in the financial form. And I had a bit of a setback. I had a, a bit of a huge setback uh, as a result of being in a one-sided relationship and things weren't really going as they should. And I had a meltdown, 
a really big meltdown. And during this meltdown, I felt the need to call in my angels. Now, as I mentioned, my my uh, great grand is from Ireland, and so my mother was really big into the angels and had told me that I have angels and things like that. And all of that came from her grandmother, my great grand from County Antrim. And I always knew in my life from being told that I had angels, but I had never communicated with them. And I thought if now was the time, then now was the time, right? So I called on them and I first sort of yelled at them a little bit. But it started off, though, that I actually asked God if I could leave. Because sometimes we get into those difficult moments where we just want to turn it off and go back to that higher vibrating reality that we come from. And so I wanted to turn it off. And I said, hey, can I go to sleep and come back? Uh, You know, if... If you say that we can get whatever we want, that's what I want right now. And as soon as the request came out of my mind or out of my mouth, I realized, yeah, that's not going to happen. Is it? That's not what I'm going to get granted here. And so then I said, well, that's fine. I want to be able to speak with my angels. I want to be able to guide them. And in that moment, what ended up happening is that I felt the presence of something around me. I felt something speak to me from within, and it said, Seth, things aren't just going to be okay. They're going to be better than okay. And I felt this amazing level of peace. And if that wasn't enough, my dog and cat, they jumped up on the bed, and they could see, because I could feel something touching me, and they could see, they were looking around as if they could see that that was surrounding me because I could feel the energy of a legion or many beings, I guess you could say, surrounding me. Now, for the point of technicality, I understand the angels to be a field of consciousness and not necessarily individuated beings. We can individuate them or they can show up as individuated beings, but that doesn't mean that they're truly individuated beings. But I felt something surround me, an energy, and my animals were aware of it as well, which validated it for me, because otherwise I thought that possibly I was going crazy. And the next day I woke up after a nice peaceful night of sleep, and I felt very good, and I had reflected on what had happened the night before. And just as I was reflecting on the night before, I was trying to decide whether that was an authentic experience or not. And as I was considering that, I sort of heard something as if it whizzed by my ear. And then I heard something say, hello. And I was like, hello. And I just heard like basically what I would call a complete thought where I just knew something. So it'd be like as if I say something to you and then you you hold the complete thought, but you heard my words, receive them in your ear and then you hold the complete thought. Well, those two steps were skipped, and I was just holding the complete thought, and the complete thought was, you, th- you may think that we came to you in response to your stress, but actually the stressful situation was sent to you so that you would call on us because it's time for us to start working together. And so, um, 
anyway, there is, um, that's when I knew that there was something around me, but I thought, well, this is going to be very interesting to see how this goes. And I was enamored by it because I had originally thought it was just going to go away. You know, I thought I was going to go back into everyday life and that this was just going to go away, that this was something that came in and I got to speak to them. Hurrah. And (laughs) then from here, they go back into the unknown world where they came from and and I go back in this world, you know, um, doing the best I can to live the life I want to live. So after that, uh, they kept telling me things that would come true so they would talk to me in many ways i remember this is one of my very favorite stories i woke up one morning and they said to me your sister is going to call you today and she's pregnant with a little girl and i was like well that's great and about four hours later my sister called me and she said i have good news for you i said well what is it she says i'm pregnant And I said, did you check the gender yet? And she said, no, no, we're going to wait. And I said, okay. And then several months later, my, my niece was born. And my journey with the angels over the years, sometimes we get to question, am I really speaking to angels or am I not? And that's part of being in the human experience. So it never did just sort of come in full blast and have me fully bought in every single day of that there are moments of doubt along the way. And further to this story, about three years later, four years later, there was one of those moments of doubt, even though I had worked very heavily with them for several years. I was in a moment of doubt, and that same sister called me, and my niece wanted to talk to me. She was a little girl at the time, still connected to the other side, and she said, do you remember the time that the angels told you that I was coming. Now, I never told her or my sister that. So it's very interesting how they work. So that's one of my um, favorite initial stories about how they proved to me that they were in fact angels. And they started sending the signs. I went into a bookstore and for whatever reason I felt guided there. And I would start to go anywhere that I felt guided to go. Anywhere that I felt inspired to go. And you could call it just an idea. But the idea felt exciting. And I knew that when that happened, that that's the way that they were guiding me to go somewhere. So I went into a bookstore and I ended up finding the metaphysical book section, which was foreign to me at the time. And I ended up finding a book uh, that talked about how our angels speak to us, how they leave feathers and coins and things like that. Well, then the feathers started showing up and all of this. Now, interestingly enough, uh, sometime later, I would go to check my post office box in Laguna Beach, California. And while I was coming out of the post office, a feather just materialized in thin air. And then it started to just drift off to the left. And I thought, well, this is taking me somewhere. So even though I had gone there every day to check my mail for like seven years, I realized that there was a metaphysical bookstore in between 
the post office and the building, and it was tucked right back there. It was called the Chakra Shack. And I went back there following the guide of this feather. And when I got back there, I looked in the window, and there were all of these profiles from these readers that did readings at this bookstore. And the one of them that caught my eye was someone who worked with the angels and had read or been trained by the author of the book that I had seen in the metaphys in, I'm sorry, in the bookstore. At any rate, I knew that she had trained with this author or worked with this author. It happened to be Tuesday at 2.25. She worked Tuesdays from 2 to 6. So I walked in, to tell you how long ago this was, I walked in and I asked if she was available for a reading. And the woman at the counter had pointed to the calendar, the handwritten calendar on the desk. And she said, oh, her 2.30 just canceled, where I could see a name that had been crossed off. So I said, all right, here's my credit card. I'm going to go pay for parking. I'll be right back. I sat in front of her, and having never met this woman before, and she's a very good friend of mine to this day, she looks around me and she says, do you have any idea how many angels there are around you? And she said, wait. She said, they're telling me that you are speaking with them, and you're just in the process of learning to trust whether that's them or not. And that opened up. And eventually they would tell me that in order to do the work that I'm meant to do in this world, that I would lose everything. So they asked me if I was willing to do that. And I did really well at real estate. And I was very proud of my success. And I said, well, this seems a lot more exciting than that. Because success that comes from a monetary gain is very empty. Mm -hmm. And if it's just that alone, it has to have some purpose where it's doing something great in the world. And I did have fun at what I did. I helped people find their homes or to um, find a buyer for their home. And I enjoyed the people that I worked with and I had a blast doing that. And yet it seemed like something was expanding me into a different direction. And this would become more apparent when the real estate market collapse happened in 2006. And a lot of people think it happened in 2008, but for whatever reason, nobody knows all of the real estate trends in the world and America happen to begin in Orange County, California. So whether the market comes to life in Orange County, it will have an effect where it will spread out. For whatever reason, Orange County, California is an indicator of the market that is to come. So in 2006, there was a day that I was in the house, and by this time I had established really good communication with the angels. They were helping me with my work. They were directing me to find houses for my clients and things like that. And I was in my house, and I had a very nice house, and I had a couple pets, and it was just me in there by myself. And I thought to myself, how much does a person need? I had three cars in the garage that were mine. It was one person. And I was thinking, how, how much does one person need? Yep. And all of this is taking up energy that I can use to do something bigger in this world. 
And I heard the angels say, are you ready? Are you ready to let it all go? And that was exactly the weekend that the market froze in Orange County where people just stopped buying houses. And so I went through the, for the foreclosure of my house, two bankruptcies. It was a very interesting time. And even though I had the angels by my side, it was still a very difficult period in my life. I was on my own and my parents did not understand it. They were more ashamed of me for having lost everything uh, instead of actually being helpful. And they have their own money stuff that they work on, but they were unkind about it too. So I was definitely left to be on my own and with the guidance of the angels. There were a lot of miraculous things that just happened. And during that time, I was never without a space to live. I was never without cell phone coverage. I had things happen to me that were miraculous where I would meet people and they'd say, the angels just told me to give this to you. It'd be $300. And it just so happened that I needed to you know, keep the cell phone on or keep the electricity on in the house until it got taken by foreclosure. So it was very miraculous, even though the miracle didn't seem expansive. It was taking me through that period of time. Now, I also have to add that when they came to me, they started illuminating that part of my purpose had everything to do with the forthcoming transformation of the planet, that we would actually have what they called the return of heaven on earth, which is this transformational period of ascension that we know that's going towards the new earth. And in that sense, there was, uh, there, there was this idea that we're going toward the, this new wor world, this new earth, and that the old one would die away. I didn't know at the time that there is sort of an interconnectivity of all things in the world of form what the angels refer to as the false construct. And we all know what they are, so I'm not going to mention them. But that these constructs appear to serve humanity, but actually do the opposite. And they had mentioned that these false constructs would dissolve and that we would begin to live the life that we were designed by our creator to live. So all of this was learning about energy and getting up-leveled with frequency and understanding conscious creativity and learning how to connect with them and teaching other people how to connect with them as well. I mean, that's such a powerful story of so many questions. Uh, first of all, thank you for sharing. <clears throat> and I do want to point out that, you know, because, you know, we do, we always say to people, don't we reach out to your angels and we're not going to promise that, you know, everything is going to be as profound as the experience that you had. But it's important that people know that they are listening and that there's a reason why you go through everything. And, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to them. I mean, that's a huge, important lesson that we're learning from you here today. The other thing that you just mentioned that I just want to ask you about the false constructs. So, OK, we, we're not going to go into them today, but if people want to learn more about them, can you recommend maybe some reading material or do you have anything on your website where you talk more about that? Well, what I would say about that, and it's just because who we truly are is this higher version of ourselves. 
And so what the angels always say is that the true show that's going on here or the true event that's happening here is the elevation of consciousness. The collapse of the government and the money system and the religions and all that other stuff, the medical systems and all of that, the Hollywood system, all of that, the collapse of all of that is the byproduct of the main show. And the main show is that humanity is remembering that it is a divine being in a body and it's capable of living a far more expansive experience than being constricted by a piece of paper that we call money that doesn't represent anything of value that is just a control mechanism and that uh, restricts the world from accessing the abundance that it's capable of providing the way that the creator created this world and created us to create and we're going to be creating on a whole different world but what i am here to do is expand consciousness and be part of the main event and so i'm also here to give peace to those who are looking at events that are going on around us and feeling fear that there isn't going to be a world to live in or a reality to exist in in a not so distant future and i'm here to tell you that's not the case all that's happening is that everything that doesn't represent uh, what humanity is meant to be is actually collapsing to make room for us to discover who we are and then do something with it. That is just such an excellent way to describe it. You know, you've made it so clear. Thank you so much. Um, even to me, you know, because it's not something that I have looked into in any great depth. Um, I know I should, and I think Dolores Cannon was, you know, um, you probably were a great fan of Dolores, God rest her soul, um, before she left us. But um, can I come back a little bit as well? And I know there's other things that you do that I do want to talk about as well. But one thing that people are going to be so curious about is when you say, you know, I was guided by my angels or I was told by my angels or people were told by their angels, you know, to come and help me or whatever it was. How does that come across to you? Do you hear angels? Do you see angels? Is the, it signs? You know, can you explain to us a little bit of what it's like to get that communication? Absolutely. And first of all, I love that you mentioned Dolores Cannon because I didn't discover her work until a couple of years ago. And there's a reason because the work that I do is about connecting people with their angels and connecting people with the messages and the guidance from them, especially as we're stepping through a highly transformative period. And two years ago, I discovered Dolores Cannon and I realized that the, that the information that she was getting from her subject was exactly the same information that I was getting from the angels. And the only reason that I wasn't allowed to become exposed to Dolores's work until then is because I was only meant to know that whatever I was getting through the source from the angels directly was not influenced by something that I would have heard or read in her books. And after I became familiar with her work, she came and visited me in a dream and said, I'm watching over you because you're doing work that I and part of this team and she has come to visit me several times since then and I've had some very interesting experiences working with her 
in the other realms. But that is one of the ways that our angels can come to us. In hypnotherapy, I take people into a session where they can meet their angels and spirit guides. And they show up differently for all kinds of people. But then we have a very real experience with them. And just so you know, this isn't just people who are already woo-woo, as they say, and bought in. These are people who weren't expecting it. I have a young man that came to me for hypnosis, and he had some trauma as a child, and we were working with it. And we were in a scenario in hypnosis, guided meditation, and all of a sudden, someone popped in and started speaking to him. And I asked, do you know who that is? He says, it's one of my angels. And he had a total shift in his healing because in the hypnotic state, the angel came, touched him with her healing hands, and did a, a conducting of healing energy. So when we have these dreams, and many of us have them, where we're interacting with these beings, that is one way. Another way, yes, there is the angel numbers. So when you start to see the 333, the 444, the 44, there's synchronicity. There's things that just will slide into position. I can't tell you how many times, it's almost like it seems that life has a script. I'll discover that I would like something and all of a sudden it appears. And I'll use a very real example. When I began speaking to the angels, I had this idea because I had some friends who owned a house and they rented rooms and I had thought, oh, it sure would be nice if they had a vacancy over there and I could move in. So sometimes the angels speak to us in what we would call one of our ideas. I thought, hmm, wouldn't that be nice? And the next day I went over to a mutual friend of myself and these people, not knowing, of course, but I had gone over there because she invited me over for a barbecue. And I was sitting there and I said, all right, angels, I know I'm here for a reason. Let's go ahead and reveal it. And just as I said that, my friend says, hey, by the way, did you hear that someone moved out of so-and-so's house? And they're looking for a roommate. And I was astonished. I was thinking, wow, I was just thinking about this the other day. And sometimes it will appear as if it's our own ideas. What happens, though, and this is the incredible part, the minute we start paying attention to what comes through awareness more, will come through and it will be even larger in context and in specificity that we can't mistake it. And the minute that we follow it and something happens, then we learn to tap into that channel. One day I came home from work, I was working in an open house and I set my keys on the counter. And just as the keys hit the counter, I heard the angels say, drive to Disneyland. And I said to myself, okay, drive to Disneyland. I could do that. <laughs> Seems reasonable. This was early on. 
So I just got in the car. Disneyland was about 20 minutes from my house in Southern California. And I got in the car. I drove to Disneyland. I exited Harbor Boulevard, which is where you exit to go to Disneyland. And there was a car stuck off to the side on the off-ramp. So I pulled over, and it turned out there was a woman and two little boys, or two little boys. She didn't have cell phone coverage. Maybe it was a dead battery or something like that. And she was stuck there off to the side of the road without any assistance. So I put her in the car. We called the tow truck, and we got her off the road. And we got her husband over there. We got the car towed and all that kind of good stuff. But other than that, she was just sitting there stuck. And I knew right away that that's why the angels had called me to be of service. Because one of the things that happened when they first came to me, and I had realized that the connection was up, is I said to them, okay, you know what? Put me, put me in the game, coach. Put me wherever you want to be your representative here on earth and I will serve in whatever way I can. And these are the miracles that show up. And if that wasn't funny enough, the woman who was stranded on the side of the road, she asked me, what kind of work do you do? And I said, oh, I'm in real estate. She said, give me your card. And I said, why? She says, just give me your card. And I said, okay. And she took my card and the next day I got to the office and I got this beautiful message of gratitude and the woman said thanks to you I believe in angels again I didn't tell her that there were angels that guided me there but that was one of the ways that the angels wanted to authenticate that they were able to guide me to be where I needed to be to be of service to others and to be of service to God That's and amazing. yeah it's so full of love and and it's so full of joy when we're in that and we become expanded, of course, as you know, from doing your work as well. And your audience knows this too. We become expanded. And pretty soon we have a pretty hefty appetite for that expansion. 100%. I want to ask you as well, um, and this is going to sound a little bit cynical. I don't mean it to. But I want to go back to your original experience. Okay, you were working in real estate and everything, and they told you you'd have to lose everything. And... I'm sure other people are going to be thinking this as well because it's always our biggest fear, isn't it, to be homeless? And you did lose your home and, you know, you lost everything, you went into bankruptcy. Like, the first thing that crossed my mind is could they not have given you some, you know, um, some time to maybe sell your house so that you wouldn't have to be homeless or you wouldn't have to couch surf or something? Do you think that there was a bigger meaning in that? Was it something that you needed to experience in order to help others? Or, um, you know, what's your take on that? Well, absolutely. And I did know the bigger reason why it went that way, as opposed to them guiding me to sell on when it was time, right? Yeah. And I knew that at the time that it was happening, that I was meant to learn something about the financial system. Because we as humanity don't live as a tribe where we care for each other. The system that we live in is divisive by nature, and it shouldn't be, because all it's meant to do is to facilitate the transfer of goods and services so that we can all live in the abundance that this planet can provide. And it's a block. And it was a wonderful way for me to have insight into that particular false construct 
in the world was to actually have an experience where it appeared as if I was a victim of it. Yeah. And, and I say victim because when the real estate market froze, I did not expect to lose all my income in one day. And at the time, my mortgage was about $8,000 a month. And you have a certain amount of expenses that sure. you get accustomed to paying that you're willing to agree to go on the hook for because you're accustomed to making a certain amount of money. And when it all vanishes by nothing that you did, mm -hmm. and suddenly you're punished for it, you get to have some very clear insight as to what the money system is and what it's not because it isn't or wasn't designed by the creator and it isn't and wasn't what the creator wants for humanity in the very near future and to have the insight into that I couldn't have the insight if I was buffered by it. Now, I was buffered by it because, yes, we sometimes are meant to face our biggest and deepest fears and watch while the angels provide anyway. In the minute that I was meant to give the house back, a friend of mine needed help in San Diego with a business. And the, the type of help that he needed he had extra space for me to stay and I needed to be there and I moved my things into the garage and I stayed there until I was guided to the next spot but I also learned that things don't happen just to take things away that there's a better coordination in life because I wasn't meant to be there anymore and once I discovered I was meant to move to Arizona next to be near Sedona once I knew that, then all of a sudden things started lining up. So it's not a matter of things coming in or going, and it's a way of understanding the flow of resources that I couldn't have understood otherwise without that experience. But they were there every step of the way. They guided me to live in present moment awareness, which is sometimes going to sleep at night saying, there's food in my fridge, $10 in my bank, and my cell phone is turned on and tomorrow I have amazing plans to be of service to God and the angels. And I understand that, but you know, it is a big leap of faith, you know, fair play to you for, for going with it. Um, like, you know, to give up everything, like even when I was guided to leave my old job and things, you know, went wrong and whatever, um, I still had my husband there you know to pay the bills and you know he had a, a an income so if things didn't work out for me I was kind of covered you know so for you this was a huge leap of faith and like I can't imagine what it was like because it's terrifying you know it's easy to look back now and say okay everything worked out but at the time it must have been terrifying so um, I want to ask you as well because um, I mean I love your story and I could talk to you all day but I do want to ask you, like, how can you help people? Like, if if somebody wants to learn to communicate with their angels, if they want to just have a connection and ask you who are their angels, you know, what are they doing? 
Like, what services can you provide? How can you help people with that? Yes, thank you. So I do readings, of course, for people, and they are all centric on the angels. I bring the angels in and I relay messages from the angels for people. That is very fun. I love watching what comes through when I do readings. I also do hypnotherapy, so I help people uh, connect with their angels, but there's a lot of other healing that we can do with that, but we bring the angels in to do it. And I also teach a course for communication with the angels and access to the Akashic records by utilizing the angels to be able to access our record or our book of life. And I launch these courses periodically. And if anyone's interested, of course, they can go on the, the wait list so that when I offer it, they'll be the first to know. But I do teach a course. The course is super fun to teach. I love teaching this course. And of course, the angels gave me the outline or the framework. And then when I went to give the course, the course is actually channeled as well. And wow. it is a funny story. I was guided to create this angel communication course to help people to communicate with their angels. And I said, all right. So I put it together and people came. Because anytime you do stuff with the angels, people just come. The right people just come to it. And it's a four-week course and they showed me how to break it down. And I actually even learned things as I was breaking it down. And one of the things that I learned is how important the frequency of love is to communicating with the quantum field of intelligence, which is our angels and God. And love is our connectivity. Love is our vehicle of connectivity. So in the first week, we talk about love and its importance of tuning in the channel, of being able to communicate with our angels. And the first time I taught this class, everyone came back this the second week and they're reporting to me, Oh my goodness, not only is the communication link with my angels been up-leveled and, and the synchronicity, but all of a sudden these things start flowing miraculously in their lives and they have stories of cool miracles about money that comes through when it needs to or other things that miraculously take place. And it always happens during the between the first and second week right off the bat when they get introduced to the angels. And so later I had a conversation with the angels and I said, all right, angels, what gifts? This is interesting. I'm teaching a class on angel communication, but it turns out that this is more of a class about communicating with you and manifesting. And they said, duh, they're one and the same. And they make a little joke with me. They said, we didn't come to you to teach you how to play the harp. We didn't come to you to teach you to be more religious. We came to teach you to live by your full design. So the minute that you tap into us, you tap into the field that creates miracles. So just by tapping in to that field, we get the opportunity to then begin manifesting or to up-level our manifestation. What I ask people to do in the first week, just to kind of give a sneak peek, is I ask people to create a list. And on that list, they just put love. And 
throughout the week, anytime they think about something that makes them become aware of love, they're supposed to write it down. And then I ask them to remember things that used to make them feel aware of love that they don't do anymore. And then I ask them to schedule time to do it. And I had a student one time who said, I remembered how much fun I had watercoloring as a kindergartner. And so I went to the art supplies store. I got watercolors and the specific paper medium that you use to watercolor. And she says, I just watercolored and I could feel the presence of the angels. And when we do that, we can feel the presence of them because we feel something around us that's loving and supporting us. But we also feel like we're in the flow. We feel consciously high or consciously drunk. But what ends up happening is that by tapping into the field, it's the same field that we tap into to become what we call aligned. And once we're aligned, things just miraculously happen without effort. And we don't have to think to explain why. That's a great way of explaining it too, because, you know, we talk about manifesting until we're blue in the face, but until we understand where it comes from, and that's a great way to explain it. So thank you very much for that. Yes. Um, now, you're, first of all, I suppose the hypnotherapy, the classes, everything, they're all delivered online, so you can um, tune in from anywhere in the world. Is that right? That's correct. Yes, I do all that on Zoom and it's all virtual. Okay, so I'm going on the wait list for the next course. <laughs> I, I love this. Um, you've also, you're also an author. You have a book? A tarot deck, yes. Oh, the tarot deck. I created deck, a tarot deck, the ascent, the, the, and it comes with a book as well. It's the Ascension with the Angels Tarot Deck. And that was an interesting project that was guided by the angels, every bit of it. And they said, we want you to create a tarot deck because I, I started teaching tarot as a way of connecting with the angels. And what's funny about that is that a lot of people become triggered when you tell them that you're communicating with the angels. At least if, several years ago, that was more so than it is today. And it used to trigger some beliefs that they had that were uh, indoctrinated from the religion, specifically the, the Catholic religion, the Christian religion, that we're not supposed to speak with our angels, that somehow or another, we're not supposed to speak with our angels. And my response was always, if God gave them to us, why can't we speak to them? Why can't we hear them? And if someone hears from them, who are you to say that that's wrong? If God allows this to happen and it is God given it is God blessed that we do have this that, that the one creator that created us that set us a sail in this reality uh, the one way that we are connected to him or it or her or all of the above is through those angels and that was a connection we aren't supposed to deny ourselves and in fact um, I question the motive of any construct that would want to cut us off from that God-given source, right? And so one of the things that I learned as well was tarot, and I learned how to communicate with the angels using tarot. And they asked me to create a tarot deck, and I'm like, huh, a tarot deck? And they said, oh yeah, well, as a result of the tarot deck, we'll be able to, to be in or infused in this deck, and when people use it, they'll have an opportunity to connect with us. 
and even the designer of the deck I found via their guidance and everything was via their guidance just channeled messages inside the book that you can use it as a daily oracle and all of that was set up by them and then when I went to deliver the deck after I started printing them because I just print them privately I didn't you know send them to Amazon or anything like that and I just I just printed them privately and when they started going into distribution then the next thing that happened was people would come back to me and say oh my gosh I can feel the presence of the angels just by holding the deck in my hand so that was something super special yeah that's amazing so if they're not on Amazon how can people buy them can they buy them directly from your website yeah well the, um, right now they're they're in uh, another printing phase but yes they will be available on my website so people should just keep an eye there that, you or know, they can contact I... me and let me know they can also contact me and let me know that they would like to know when they become available again because they'll be available uh, the first of next year so oh perfect okay um so i can't wait to see them as well because you know i do love angel decks and i suppose i was using um doreen virtues angel decks which are now no longer available so you know it's, it's lovely to see new cards come out on the market so look thank you so so much for your time i mean i have learned so much and i could talk to you all day but um i will um put the link to your website in the description box attached so i would encourage people to go on there if they're interested in any of your courses or readings they'll find all the information on the website and um you know unless there's anything else that you want to say i will let you go and get on with your day Oh, well, thank you. I just want to say wonderful blessings to those in the audience and just understand that by listening to this, we get calibrated with that frequency. So after listening to this episode, there's a certain calibration that happens. So don't be surprised if after listening to this information that you have an up level in your connection with the angels as well. Hopefully I will as well. Definitely something I need to look at more. So Seth, thank you so much for your time and thank you to everybody for listening. I will say goodbye until the next time and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world.